What is going on, everybody? Welcome back. Hawk Talk on Melrose. Uh, once again, back here talking a little uh, Iowa football. It's not uh, the best that we're seeing so far. I, I, You know, you go back like a year ago right now, um, a little bit more positive, you know, a 10-win season, even though it was uh, kind of up and down last year. But yeah, this year, it's kind of something that we haven't really had to face for a while. And here we are, three and four. And uh, got a lot to talk about today. What's going on, Tyler? What's going on, C? Uh, yeah. So obviously, we didn't do a pod on what Sunday of this week. Just obviously, not a lot to talk about. I mean, it's it seems like it's the same old story. Um, and I'm sure we'll dive a little bit into that game to in today's episode and, well, and kind of obviously move on maybe a little to Northwest. There's just not a lot to talk about. There, we're we're a, not there, we're on the there, same level as Ohio State. There's a lot to talk about, but it's getting to the point where it's the same thing. It's so repetitive. Season. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, but it I, just I, gets kind of old. Yeah, no, it, I mean, it's, it's repetitive and it's the same. It's just, obviously we talk about kind of like, you know, recent, recent events, recent comments that are made in the media. Yeah. Head coach, you know, Brian Kirk, all that um, guys like our own Bruce are talking this week. It's, you know, so I'm sure we'll have lots to talk about, uh, but yeah, the game last week, man, ugh, we, we watched it together. We went, we went back home, made a good weekend out of it. That part of it, that part of it, not so fun. Uh, you just knew, you just had that feeling. It wasn't going to go great. And then the first play happened and uh, we were correct. Yeah. So. <laughs> and it, well, and then it, it, I guess even after that play though, we start, you know, that the defensive touchdown, we make yeah. it to three. That was, you know, long lived, uh, lasted about two minutes, but um Besides the interception, you couldn't ask for a better start, technically speaking. Uh, no, you started. You know, that's started nothing new. Three. Yeah, <laughs> that's, um, that's the same thing. It really I guess is. I. Th- so I want to start off with that. We'll talk a little bit about the Ohio State game. Obviously, it's it's been a few days now. It kind of move on, but I want to start off with this because it's like, what did we do in the bye week? Like, it's just the the, the question that a lot of people have been asking, and it, it is so true. What did we do? Over the bye week, the only thing that I could think of is, you know, Brian Ferentz coming out and and saying what's the upside of starting Padilla. Other than that, we didn't do – like, what did we do? We didn't do anything. We had we we looked exactly the same. And I get it. Bye weeks or any type of changes during the middle of the season, it's hard to do. You can't really do wholesale changes. But I'm talking like the small little things. I mean, you can change up some things. You have two weeks. Um, programs that are – win now or programs that you know actually want to you know look like they actually want to win um you know they might fire an o court they might fire a coordinator during the uh, during the bye week they might do do changes here or there they might yeah you know change the quarterback they might do this they might do that and we just looked exactly the same it looked like we didn't do anything they they have a set of scripted plays that are your best plays to jump start you for the game yeah that that clearly didn't happen. We roll a quarterback out to his left when he can't even throw normally and throws a pick at the beginning. So you're exactly right. What did we do? We did absolutely. I mean, there wasn't, I can't, I don't think I can recall a single, single play in that game com where I'm like, that's something we noticed that Ohio state's not very good at and we're attacking it or, you know, we're trying this play out because it's something we haven't shown yet this year. Yeah. We, you're right. We just we it's, don't. We're so vanilla. We, we're so boring on offense right now. We're it, so it's, inept. It's not even funny. And like, I and I get it. It's easier said than done because for some programs out there, 
You know, like, let's say, like, even programs, I mean, we're the worst offense in the country. So you have offenses ahead of us a little bit, so they're slightly better. For us, I get it. You know, it comes down to O-line play. It comes down to quarterback play. It comes down to playmakers not having Keegan's huge. So it's hard. I get it. It's hard to just, you know, in two-week span, try to, you know, come up with all. But at least show something different. It was the same product. They they acted like, okay, let's just do exactly the same thing that we've done the first six weeks, and let's just hope, send a prayer, hope that something changes. And then, yeah, you roll out Petrus, which, okay, whatever. It's, you know, they love Petrus. I, I don't get it. And even after the horrific start, the interception, then he had that fumble. Then he had that other interception that led to a touchdown. It was a pick six. And he still, still came back out there. Now they finally changed at halftime. But it was hilarious that it took until halftime to finally make the change. And it almost felt like, and we'll talk about that here soon about the whole Padilla situation. Cause I have kind of my thoughts on that as well. Uh, but yeah, just going back to the, just absolutely nothing during the bye week. It's just, it's just crazy to me. I don't get it. Yeah. And, and like you said, I mean, you're, we're, we're so bad. So it's hard to put it on one person, one yep. position group, you know, it, like you mentioned, I just, I just like, I, I just I don't get it. Like I think there was a tie. It could have been the end of the first quarter stats, or it was really close. Spencer Petrus was like zero for four with zero, obviously zero passing yards, a pick, and a fumble. Like I don't care if you're playing Alabama, you can complete a pass. Cool. I, I'm just I'm just sorry. You you can you can do better than that. You can't tell me that there's not a play to get Arlen Bruce the ball to get. You know, oh my God, I'm blanking out. Tight end, the tight end involved. Laporta. Like Laporta, you you can't tell me you can't do a, a a screen pass or something to get Caleb Johnson the ball. The best players on your team, the the ball. I maybe it's rocket science. Maybe yeah. I'm overthinking it. I don't know. I, but but if they can't, then they then that's the issue, right? Then that's because of how like stale and like not good our offense is. Like they can't even get those guys the ball. So we've got way bigger problems than yeah. just a bad offense. Like it's, it's the scheme. I'm, I'm convinced of it. It's the scheme. It's a hundred percent. It's a scheme. It's the O-line being really bad. It's the quarterback play. I wanted to share this. I don't know if I sent you this yesterday, uh, but these are just some, some stats from the Ohio state game. Um, where is it at? Some of these just were insane. So we had 15 plays or 15 drives. Plays per drive, 3.9 is what we average. So that's literally like a three and out. Three and out. Almost on every, like 3.9. Um, three, three and punt percentage was 20%, which is which is a lot. Um, red zone plays, zero. We were in the red zone one time. Um, no, we had we had, a, we had six turnovers versus the expected turnovers, which is 2.1. So we had four more than what was expected out of us. You're not gonna win. A, you're not gonna win on the road when you no. do that. This is the crazy part. You're gonna literally laugh. So air yards per pass, four point seven. Percentage of passes, twenty plus. Zero percent. I knew so that. We didn't yeah, throw no. the ball twenty plus yards one time I, against I, Ohio I, State. Against a team where you you gotta kind of do that type of stuff to have yeah. a chance and we didn't do it one time and, well, then you're out. I, and I, I was gonna say really quick i was gonna say i when i was thinking about it i was like did we did we do anything no. through the i mean literally nothing 
So I, I, that's actually not yeah. that surprising. And 20 stat, yards, but it's like, so even, funny. Even 20 yards really isn't like taking yeah. a shot. Like I feel like taking a shot, like, like a 35, 40, 35, foot. yeah. But 20 even, is a, no, a it's not even deep, that. a deep, like pot. Like it's not even, it's a longer slant route. It's not. Yeah. Um, number of passes at or behind the line of scrimmage, 17.4%. What? Yeah, 17.4% of our passes on Saturday were either at this line of scrimmage or behind. And one play I can recall, remember when we did that, like, we tried doing that screenplay to Laporta, a tight end screenplay that we tried oh, yeah. in the way that didn't work. So we tried it against, again, against Ohio State. Okay. Didn't work. Yep, I do remember that. And then, you know, there's something I've always talked about is tendencies. You know, like, it's easy for the defensive coordinator because they know what's expected. So... Let alone um, us is sitting and watching yeah. at home. Yeah, yeah. So run rate under center, eighty nine percent. So that pretty much tells you every time we're under center, almost ninety percent of the time we are running the football. Ten percent of the time we are passing, and then run rate in shotgun this game was thirty three percent. So pretty much telling you seventy three percent of the time, or sixty seven sixty seven percent of the time we yeah. are pa- we are passing. So that's a little bit better than it was because for a while it was like 80%. So that's gotten a little bit better. But that run rate under center, Did that's you... that's just bad. So pretty much like, yeah, so pretty much you're telling defensive coordinator, okay, anytime we're in shotgun, yeah. expect pass. the pass. Every time we're under center, expect the run. So that, I just, just wanted to – No creativity. No, it's all – it's terrible. And the fact that Brian Ferentz still has a job is laughable and it is – kind of sad at this point like it's honestly starting to become sad because we are the only program um you know and this is the reason why, like i love kirk but it's it just pisses me off yeah. uh because he's not gonna fire his son and and so it's like then then don't even put him in that position anyways don't even put him in position as the offensive <clears throat> coordinator or as quarterbacks coach and then the person i'm most mad at is gary barda because the dude has yeah where is he at he, he where's he been he, he doesn't care i mean he loves kirk i mean he doesn't care every other I mean, and this is I, yeah. I live in obviously Lincoln, and I don't like Nebraska, but I will say, I love their AD. Trev Alberts is a stud, and he's done everything right so far. I mean, he's relatively new uh, AD for them. I will bet money on it, if he was AD for Iowa, he would have changes by now. And I'm not just talking him. I mean, you're you're going across the country. We are the yeah. only program where it just the nepotism, right? It's just. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's it's rather frustrating and annoying. And Kirk, man, I'm telling you, um, there's been a few times since I can remember that we have we're going in the off season. This off season, it's kind of do or die. Um, this yeah. next off season, I mean, go back to 2012, we were four and eight. Kind of felt like that too. We kind of turned it around. 2014, kind of the same thing. Where you know. Going into 2015, and granted, 2015 we ended up going undefeated, but 2014 we we didn't have a good season. There was a lot of quarterback troubles. We got blown out of the bowl game. Um, it was just many years. I mean, since 2014, it was like the last four or five years just weren't very good. We weren't winning bowl games, and a lot of questions with Kirk, and he kind of turned around there. Now this year, I think is bigger than both of those years because you have the transfer portal now that is bigger than ever, and. I think he he created this mess. You you go from last year, he thought, you know, hey, we won 10 games. Great. But he clearly knew, and the entire coaching staff knew, that that, that offense last year was not good. And 
if we're not if we don't make big wholesale changes, it's going to be the same offense. And but he doubled down because we won ten games, so he knew. Okay, well let's just keep it, and we'll probably do what we did last year. Well, no, it doesn't always work that way, and it kind of bit himself in the butt. And now he just won't admit it. He should have made changes last year in the offseason, but instead they made simple changes, right? Like, you know, oh, we're simplifying the offense. We're doing this. Instead of really looking at the problem, be like, no, it's it's everything. Let's we gotta we gotta bring in a new offensive coordinator. We we gotta look at the transfer portal, maybe get some offensive linemen, maybe get some quarterbacks, maybe get a try to go out and get a skill position player, um, change up this whole thing. But no, but instead. Kirk doubled down and everything kept everything the same besides simplifying the offense. And this is what we got. And so he created the mess. So you got to, you better do something about it this off season else. You're like I said, this is, this is a do or die off season for Iowa football for the program, because if everything the same is the same next year, expect the next like five years, 10 years yeah. to be not good for Iowa football, because like I said, you're going to lose a lot of players in the transfer portal. A lot of players aren't going to come here. Like, I'm surprised Caden Proctor is still coming to Iowa. Like, I'm surprised he hasn't, yeah. you know, decommitted. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I hope he doesn't. But I'm just saying, like, I'm just surprised. I mean. No, yeah. I know. But, yeah, this yeah. is a do-or-die offseason for Iowa football. And Kirk better fix it because, for me, he's on a short leash. I mean, he's really – I love Kirk. But these last few weeks, you know, yesterday he got in it with, you know, talking about, you know, all – a yeah. reporter said one, you know, wrote one article and he's pretty much acting like he's above him saying, Oh, you know, uh, wish, you know, I'm, I'm glad I'm not in his shoes or something like along those lines. And it's like, really? Like, I, I know he probably didn't mean it that way, but it's just things like that. It's like you, he take, you take, he takes a little criticism and he gets all, yeah. you know, pissed about it. And hey. I don't know. Just hey, annoying. you get, you get all the, the praise, glory and adulation when you win and, and rightfully so. Yep. You also get your share of the blame when things don't go your way either. And when the when when you're not winning. When you, when you're winning, you get you get the credit. When you're yep. losing, you also have to take some of the credit. And I think you're right. I what did he say again? He was just basically like, I'm glad I wasn't well, in your shoes writing that article. Yeah, and it, it like was about, making it sound like he was being a terrible person for doing that. It was about the a guy that writes out of Cleveland. He was Ohio State and he had this article and I, and I read the article. It was just pretty much saying that, you know, and that's the thing, like what I like about this article, he wasn't from Iowa. So he yeah, really, so it's an unbiased laid, he, opinion. he really laid it out there and yeah. parents pretty much probably read it or heard about it and, and was pissed about it. And he kind of just, yeah, he said some things yesterday at the press conference and um, yeah, it's like, well, well you created yeah. this mess and yeah. you got it. You got to, Take responsibility. Yeah. Uh, my my question is, Colin, if if Brian wasn't the offensive coordinator, not only that, but not his son, would would we have a new offensive coordinator this year? Or would it be the same thing? Because it's his philosophy to keep. It, see, I don't know. Because that's, I mean, because that was something David asked him, and he was like, you know, I don't do that midseason. I never have. And then that I think that was after the Ohio State game. Because then he added about how you know it's been pretty. Yeah, we also never been this years. bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, right, right. It's worked, but not and. You're not. And, that, and that's what's annoying with Kirk is how he keeps kind of going back like last year. Oh, we won 10 games or, oh, yeah. you know, I've had, you know, we've been successful 24 years. Great. That's great. You know, it's like me. Can't like, take that away from you. Yeah. Right. It's, right. Like, it's for, in the past. For me, it's like, oh, I, I had a great, my first three years as a sales rep, but this year I'm just going to suck at it and be like, oh, well, yeah. I did good the first three years. How's that going? No, that's not going to work. Right. But, you know, so no, no, you can't you, just look back. I mean, you got to keep going ahead and, and 
you know, just because you did good in the past, you still got to do good now. We we still expect yeah. results. And, 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 and the reason, I'll go back to this. The reason that we're so frustrated is because we know how good this team could be with, with the defense. A, with a yes, with our defense yep. that we have. Combine that with the special teams. I'm telling you, we would be a very, very good team, a very tough out. Yeah, especially I in the agree. Big Ten West. Like, and I think that's what's so frustrating. It's not like we're some terrible team that has been terrible for ten years, and it's like now all of a sudden we're getting upset about it. We're we're not the Kansas of old where it's like oh expect them to be bad again. Yeah. Like we had expectations, right? We just made it to the Big Ten championship with a poor offense. Like we were saying in the offseason, imagine if our offense was better; it'll be even better this year. Um, yeah, because I think the defense is better than it was last year. I think you can make the argument, dude. Yeah. I, what is it? The first four possessions we gave Ohio State the ball inside the thirty-five, or they were in the third, and they literally held them to a field goal. Yeah, I, every I, time. That is something what, that is insane to me. What was the final? What was the score going into half? Um, it was like, it. was it like? I want to say it was like twenty-six to. Uh, here, I, I I'm gonna look. Remember. I'm gonna look quick. Um, I don't know if it was twenty. Yeah, it was twenty-six to ten. Oh, but okay. remember, they had that pick six from Petrus, so it was really like yeah. nineteen to ten. So, like, think about – so, like, I had someone actually t- literally today that – and he wasn't giving me shit, but he was just like, oh, what happened? I thought your defense was good. And it's like, did you watch the game? He's like, well, I watched a little <laughs> bit of it. I'm like, well, if you watched the entire game, you would know that, yeah, we did give up 54 points, but it was not because of our defense. I mean, yes, in the second half, you know, they were scoring, like, on every possession. But at that point in time, the game was over. Offense was doing shit for us, getting three and outs. They were on the field, like, the entire time. Like, no wonder. Well, you but said the- we had six turnovers. But yeah. you – what do you mean? Like, yeah, yeah you can't, you're, you're no. not going to be able to do it. So no. if we had a somewhat good offense, dude, like we might have won that game on Saturday. Like that's how, that's just crazy part. Like our defense. It's close. So like it would have been a yep. fourth quarter game. I truthfully think that because yes. if we had a semi decent offense and a, and a good quarterback, you know, yep. you take away that pick six, you take away maybe the first that that interception at the beginning so that's like that's so you take away those they only have 16 points and if we had somewhat good of an offense yeah. it might be tied at half or it might we have be an offensive touchdown close. and we're right in it yeah. yeah no it's it's insane dude i mean it's you, a fourth just, quarter game if we have a good offense yes yes and, and that's what's annoying and it's what's so frustrating about this team that and and then just and then like i said it's after after the game it's the same old story with this like what, what's coming out of the mouths of these coaches. Yep. It's like, it's like really just nothing. Yep. And, and like you it's, said, this is, a, this is a chance for the bye week but Colin, what did I say in the podcast last week? What did we do post bye week last year against Wisconsin? Absolutely nothing. And we continue to do that. Yeah. So this, like you said, this isn't a common. No, or it's this not. isn't. It's... This isn't a one-year thing. This is a common theme. And we should expect that because look at Ference in the offseason. He didn't do anything in the offseason. He right. had what seven months, eight months to figure some shit out. I hate bye weeks for Iowa. We literally don't do jack no, shit. We don't. Like literally, we don't. We, we, we're just like ah, might as well rest and get healthy, which we're still like not healthy. So it's like yeah, I don't know. That's the two things during a bye week that you have a chance. Number one, get healthy. That's the biggest thing. And then number two, yeah, things aren't. You know, if you, you got to fix some things, right? Even the good teams, there's always something that you need to fix. And that's a great opportunity to do that. And 
Yeah, we or didn't. exploit. You have two weeks to prepare to exploit Ohio State's weaknesses, and you you we didn't There's see nothing. a single thing that There's like nothing. we did yeah. differently. Like, I, but it's I'm annoying. Just preaching the choir at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to talk about Petrus Padilla now too. So <clears throat> we all know what happened to Petrus. I yeah. thought the more I think about it, I thought it was kind of bullshit. They had all year, all year to put in Padilla. I, you could make the case oh. every. Every single game. You could go back to the first game, South Dakota State. The way that game, yeah. the first half, how bad Petrus was playing, like he was overshooting guys. Remember that screen where he missed that mm-hmm. screen? That, you could have made the case that Padilla should have came in the second half of that game. You definitely could have made the case the Iowa State game because we already saw the yes. sample of the South Dakota State game. Then you saw the first half of the Iowa State game, and you could be in like, yeah, I think Padilla deserves a shot in the second half. No. Literally every game this year, you every can game, even the Michigan game, you know, we had zero points going in the fourth quarter. So what did they, they do, do with this game, Colin? They finally they waited it? until the second half against probably the best team in the country. Yep. And yeah, they expect him down already. What? Like 20. They're smart. And I'm telling you that was planned, dude. And why, it, why would they put him in against, against South Dakota state? He'll do good. Right. Then, then there'll, Nevada, be, there'll, then there'll or, be a controversy or Nevada. Yeah. No, they do it against Ohio State to be like, see, Petrus is better. It's like, give me a break. Yeah. And then the fact that right, so I want to cut you off, but no, you're good. Um, the fact that now they're we're going to the into the next game and it's Dude. it's still like a con like yeah. a competition. No, give Padilla a full game. A give full him, game. Full week of reps, first team reps, give him yeah. all the practice. Exactly. You can't just give him two. Give him Northwestern. Give him Northwestern. That's yeah, the I'm only just, fair way to do it. Yeah. I'm just, you know. You can't just bring him in the second half no. just because we're down and Petrus is sucking ass, just like every other Correct. game this year. Here's the thing. I love, and I keep saying this, I love Petrus as a person, but man, he is not a good quarterback. It's as <laughs> it's, simple as that. Like, it's just, it's, and he, uh, even he, like his confidence, he has no, yes. like, he's done. Like, he should just, he should not play the rest of the year. Right. He right. should go on with whatever career he's doing, or if he wants to continue playing football, then fine. Go transfer to, I mean, no FBS school is going to want him. Maybe an FCS school. I don't know, but it's up. It's time. It's it's just yeah. one of those things. Um, someone texted me yesterday, who, uh, is it going to be Padilla or Petrus? And I texted back and I said, to be completely honest with you, I wish it was neither of them because both of them aren't very good. I wish it was Labus because come next year, and we could go back. I'll be like, remember that podcast when I was saying when we're yeah um, next August when we're sitting here like God, we have no quarterback with any experience. Well, fuck, this year is a great year. The season's pretty much washed at this point. Great year to just start maybe playing Labus or Carson May or someone that you think is going to be the starter next year because coming next year we're gonna have no experience and we're gonna be right back at you know oh you know no wonder we have never we never have good quarterbacks. And the thing I think about it is if Labus is really not ready. Then that's on you. That's on the coaching. Like the fact that when when Bart or not Barta, when Ferris said that last week about how like yeah. Labus isn't there yet, it's like, well, that's on you then because he's been in the program for two years. He should be ready. It's either yeah. your offense is that fucking like bad and it's that hard to learn, which it shouldn't be, or you're a terrible coach and you can't get him, you can't develop him right. And the recruiting for the quarterback play has been terrible too. Like, where are you guys like? You know, clearly, like Pete, like Petrus is a four yeah. star, but you go look at his offers. You know, you see some of these guys. It's like what our recruiting must is terrible, and then the development is even worse. So, 
Well, and again, it looks like Petrus took a step back this year, honestly, and I wonder yeah. why. There's a common theme, Colin. It's called Brian Ferentz, quarterback coach, offensive coordinator. I feel like he's he's the common yeah. denominator. And and I'm sorry, because because Petrus, like, he wasn't this bad when no. he first started. He just well, wasn't. You but wasn't great, but I don't. So he wasn't good at all. But I think what kind of helped him his first year was number one, the offensive line was way better in, yeah. in the 2020. But also, we actually had some good receivers that year. Mir oh, Smith-Marset, yeah. Brand right. Smith, yeah. Iko Regani, Tyrone Tracy. I mean, like, he had some playmakers, but even but he was still not very good. Like, even like no, 2020. No. he was. But that was like his first year, so, you know, we gave him a pass. Then right. last year, it was bad. And this year, it's, like I said, yeah, even worse. And so, yeah, it got it has. I would want Labus, but obviously it's not going to be that. So, yeah, I want Padilla just because you can't just start him in the second half and be like, okay, we're going back to Petra Sound. No, that's not how it works. You're gonna, you better give no. him a shot. And then I the agree. last, the last thing I want to say too is I didn't realize this until I saw people on Twitter talking about it, and, and then they even said like parents mentioned it, but I didn't realize that like Petrus in practice goes up against the second team defense. And it's like, no wonder he looks better in practice that he's going up against the second team defense. Like, well, I'm still, I'm still convinced. Even... I'm still convinced he doesn't look that great in practice. And this is all just talk because this guy is so bad, but you make an excellent point. Well, and, and it's so true. It's like, you're playing against players that don't start. So what are we well, talking about here? We, so we obviously don't know what's going on in practice. But there's one year, one day a year where we 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 kind of know it's when the Big Ten crew goes to fall camp and they go to one practice. And I remember seeing tweets about like them talking about how the passing play passing game still doesn't look very good. And that's when I was kind of I was like, oh boy, I'm kind of worried about all that. And then I remember like one of the guys did a video of Petrus throwing a ball. Yep, yep. And I it got intercepted, like, such, yeah. like, way behind the guy, got way intercepted, like, intercepted because there was some pressure. Cooper DeGene yeah. came in blitz. And we're, and I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm hoping that that's just, like, a, I, I don't Luke. know. Like, yeah. yeah. But, like, no. looking back, it's like, no, <laughs> that's just Petrus. That's who he is. So, not good. Yeah, I guess we next year, Colin. I'm I'm not gonna believe everything I hear in the off season. I'm really not because I think I we were. I think I was a little brainwashed this off season. Yeah, I was too. I I really thought. I mean, you you go back and listen to our first couple podcasts. Yeah, we were pretty optimistic. We were, optimistic. Like, we were. hoping yeah. that you know things were gonna change, and we believed it. And I and I really thought. I'm mean, I'm like, there's just no way we we're gonna look back at that bad two years in a row. Like they're gonna make changes, and little do we know. And then, like, listening to Brian Ferentz's interview at the beginning of the year, like, he sounded smart. He sounded like, you know, he – what, you know – it. I think he's a smart guy, but – I don't know. What what we're doing right now, and and maybe like you said, I blame all this on on Brian, but like you said, this is Kirk's offense. So maybe he's – maybe he's – Still limited. I mean, he just can't call his own dad out, right? Maybe you know, it's like we always want Kirk to call Brian out. Maybe, maybe part of it's the other way around. Maybe yeah. Brian's like, I can't call my dad out. This is his offense. And I agree. And I think it is Ferentz's offense, but it's just like the little things though. Brian is just not a good player. Oh. You look at like some of the stuff that he calls, it's just go back to Illinois game, right? Even though no, I, right. it's just head scratching. It's like, why are we doing this in this situation? Or why like, for example, right. that first play of the game, why are we 
rolling right. Petrus out to the left. I, that, that's there's no excuse for it. it yeah, you're right. It's absolutely and, and like you said, the predictability when we're under center, we're running. It's like that's on him. He Kirk isn't saying when you're under center, run it eighty percent of the time. Like that's on Brian. So I mean, yeah. if we know the numbers, he knows the numbers, and and like you said, I don't know how he still has a job. He's really bad at it. Like you've been bad at it. You know, it's your son. So yep. your dad's the head coach. So that's why. So I mean, that's we, really the only explanation. As we move into the great game this weekend, Northwestern, uh, <laughs> the first time since I started going to Iowa games, I I don't know, 20, 2007, 2008. Oh, we're going to call uh, it out of the pot. Now, last year I didn't go right. to a home game because I was with people that had COVID. And this was yeah. still at the time when like COVID was still kind of like, you know, oh, if you're with people that had it, you better, you know, quarantine for a few days or whatever. Now it's just one of those things where if you don't, feel fine you do it uh but so that's i didn't go to a game last year because of that i was with you know nine people that had COVID. but this year um i'm intentionally not going this is the first time ever not going to the game and it's not because it's like i don't you know like oh i'm protest i i don't you know yeah like this right, team right i just don't think it's worth my time five hours a drive and it's it's for me it's an, almost an entire weekend because i have to leave the day before or you know five hour drive to watch that product to watch, you know, cause at the end of the day, football's entertainment and I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to spend money driving there and having to spend the night, you know, at, you know, some, you know, buddy's house in Des Moines and having to go through all that to watch a more than likely 13 to seven, 10 to three game. Like, it's just, that's what it's going to be. I have not. And this is so sad. All the games this year, I have not had fun at one home game yet. And I know there's only been what four, but I have not had fun at one. I mean, there has not. Been, I mean, there's been a couple good defensive, you know, plays, but in it all, I have not had fun. There's been nothing fun about them. It's terrible, and it's like it's the same thing. Like it's like going to, you know, I'm not like if if I want to go to a movie or something, and I see the reviews are like ten percent, or I'm not going to go to it. Like no, like I'm not going to sit through that. Example, for two hours. Yeah. So it's like I'm not going to drive that you know that far for that and you already know that you like who who was it today someone was saying something to me today like oh you know they'll they'll eventually figure it's like no they've had six games it's not just gonna switch like that it's not just the light light switch isn't just gonna flip on no it's it's gonna be another and i hope i'm wrong i mean maybe maybe but more than likely it's gonna be another boring ass game well colin i have an hour and a half driving I'm not making the trip. So obviously you decided that you weren't going. And, you know, obviously I, I go to games when I go to games, I go with you. Um, you know, obviously if your brother Colby isn't going. So uh, no, I, I wouldn't have gone regardless. I, I really don't think I just not worth my time right now, especially for a game like this, like you said, entertainment wise, you're having two of the worst teams in the big 10 go up against each other. Yeah. And I'm sorry. That's kind of what I'm going to say about Iowa. We're not good, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. So it's it's going to be one of the worst matchups. Come, what's the over under? Thirty-one and a half. No, it's it's up to thirty-seven. Oh, it's up to thirty-seven. Yeah, that it started off at that, but it, it quickly went up. So it's at like thirty-seven, which is still like one of the lowest. Um, one of the well, lowest. When it opened, it, it opened at thirty-one and a half, right? Yes, it did for like that. A very is very insane, Colin. You do realize I saw a stat it opened so okay, 37. 
you go back to like the scores of these games, we've hit the under like all of them besides Ohio State. Yeah. But like that you're right. It's like, why am I going to watch this? And if we do somehow do great and it all looks great and it changes, it's Northwestern. I don't take too much into account when I say that we're playing Northwestern right now. They're a bad yeah. football team too. So they are that and and you're right. Just go watch. Just go watch Petra start this week and look great. I, I can see that legitimately. I can see him having a pretty good game. And then it's like, oh, it's like, oh, give me a break. Here we go again. Yeah. I think you're I mean, right. I think it's it's Padilla's job this week. I'm not saying it he, and he should be decent. It's Northwestern, but with this offense, you just don't know. It doesn't yep. matter who's in there. And it, you said you give you give Petra or you give Padilla the fair chance this week and you go with him. And if he does poorly in the first half against Northwestern, then okay, maybe you have an argument. But I think you give him a game. I really do. I think you give him a game, play it out, see how he is, evaluate him after, and move on. I, what could uh, be worse? What's the upside, right? Yeah, exactly. Like we always used to say. Um, yeah, I, I just – I don't know. I just uh, – the spread – this is the first – I don't usually bet against Iowa, um, and this is – one of the first times I actually took Northwestern plus 11 and mainly just because you look at the series against Northwestern, they always keep it close against us. I mean, it's all, I mean, most time, I mean, the hell they win. I mean, yes. just in the last seven games, they've won four out of three. Uh, but even the margin of victory, both Iowa winning or in Northwestern, it's been like 7.3 points was the average margin of victory. Um, the only one that was like more was 20, 19 2019 i think we we won 20 to 0 but outside of that it's been very close every year northwestern too they're one and six but they're at least competing against some of these teams i mean they almost beat maryland on the road last week uh they only lost like 17 to 7 against penn state on the road like they're at least like you know they're competing so it's just like what makes me think that our offense is going to be unless we get some defensive touchdowns which could very well happen but i mean you can't always think that's going to happen so let's just say that doesn't happen how is our offense going to be able to beat them by more than 11 points? Like it's probably not going to happen. (laughs) And so um, I I guess I'll just do my prediction right now. I I think the final score, I mean, I really think we should win. If we lose this game, man, we we're probably not going to win. We're not going to win another game this year. No, hundred percent. I I think this is the only other game we have a chance of really winning. Yeah. I'm going to go, I'm literally going to go 13 to six. I I say we, we score at least one touchdown just because Northwestern is that bad. And we kick, kick a couple of field goals. I don't see Northwestern scoring. Like I don't see them scoring a touchdown. Our defense. I just don't I see agree. their offense putting up points. But but I guess at the end of the day, though, it, it like it just seems like Pat Fitzgerald just always has the best game plan against Iowa. It just for some reason it always seems like that. So maybe they do score a touchdown. Uh, but thirteen to six is what I have. And yeah, I'm taking Northwestern plus eleven and taking the under. I've got Iowa winning thirteen to ten because I am predicting a turnover from Iowa to give Northwestern life. Like a touchdown or something. Yeah. Yes. Either a fumble, a interception, yep. where they score off of it, or they get it in really good field position, puts our defense in a really bad spot, and I still tough to score against us. If you know, Even if it isn't, turn it over, and now they're in Iowa's red zone. I still, I still give them a chance to, to score. So I'm going to say it's 13 to 10. I feel like they'll find a way to score a touchdown. I just, the defense Somehow, is out way, there. The well, and the, the defense is out there for so long. It's yeah, just, it's that's so true. It's hard like, to not 
BYU, especially late in the season, like, you know, or, you know, on the back half of the season, it's like and the amount that they played already, it's insane. And it's like, I'm not going to fault them for, geez, giving up a touchdown. One touchdown. So, yeah. So I'll say 13 and I am scared of that number. I don't know if we can get to 13. I'm just going to say that Northwestern's defense is so bad that, and, and I'm going to say, I hope that Padilla starts that gets a full, like I said, a full week of practice home game, more confident than what we threw him into last week. I say he performs a little bit better or Petrus, I, you know, I, I would hope, but I'm going to go 13, 10. Sorry. Yeah. I rambled there, but I I'm curious to see what the stadium is going to look like on Saturday. If I, like, you point. know, there's a lot of people like, are just saying like, like me, Well, that's what we're doing. This. Right. Yeah. Um, they don't now, here, well, here's the thing. Like, and, yeah. Well, I just want to say like, I don't like, I'm still going to like, I'm still going to watch the game. I'm still going to wake up Saturday. Like, yes. Oh, like looking forward to the Iowa game. It's, so it's not like I'm just being a fair weather fan. Well, I guess sure. maybe call it that, but it's just me just saying it's just not worth my time nor my money to yes. drive over to That's Iowa what City it is. Um, yeah. to watch this product until I see some changes. And I'll still I'll go to the last two games. I don't really want to go to the last two, but I'm, I will the Wisconsin Nebraska game. Um, I really wish I better could, matchups. But... Yeah, I really wish I could just say like, no, I'm not going to go until I see some changes, but. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for this game, exactly. I mean, Northwestern, terrible team. Um, it's just, it's not worth my time to drive over there and watch more than likely, unless something changes. And that's the thing. That's what's going to piss me off. If our offense does look better this week, it's like, where did this come from? Right. So I guess I'm going to be pissed either way. We're either but gonna- like I said, I partly blame that on Northwestern. Like just being, I, they're yeah. not good. good. Like, and, and you're right, but, but you're right. If we see, Padilla, oh, dude, like, again, I'm like, you watch Padilla come out and start, and he just lights it up, and you will, I don't think, I don't think the coaching staff wants that. I I mean, I know that's cynical. I know they, on paper, yes, we want to win the game, we want to win by a lot, no matter who's out there, it's, you know, it's about the team, but I think their own pride would be like, you ask them on a lie detector test, you'd be like, I want him to do terrible so we can put Petrus out there and win the game with Petrus, and then see, haha, we were right. So get off my back. And it's like, dude, stop. So we 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 desperately need this win though, because if, if, oh, we, want, yeah. if we want a shot at a bowl game at this we're point. We're talking bowl game. Correct. Um and even even if we get to six and six, I mean you're talking like the oh. uh the quick lane bowl in Detroit. Like not gonna be a very good bowl game. But if you want to make it to bowl game, and that's the thing, like you always want to make a bowl game because you get extra practices and stuff like that. Uh, but you gotta win this game because I just don't see many many other wins. Um, we're not beating Purdue on the road. I know Purdue looked like crap last week, but you know they're going to put up 20-ish points against us, and I just don't see us being able to, you know, win in a track meet against them. Charlie Jones um, homecoming, you call, I'm calling it. Uh, Wisconsin. Well over 100 yards in that yep, touchdown. Yep, just like uh, David yeah. Bell the last couple yeah. of years against Iowa. Wisconsin looked freaking good this week against Purdue. I know they're kind of up and down, but it's like, you know, they're – that's They still be, have our number. Yeah, they like, still – if they if they play know. like they did against Purdue, we're not beating yeah, them. No, if they played no, like yeah. they did against Michigan State, maybe. And then you play on the road at Minnesota, man. They are a team right now. Like, ew. like I would not, you know, PJ Fike. Like, what the hell? You go from like looking so good to losing three games in a row and getting blown out at Penn State. Um, so well, maybe, I think you mentioned that too. Like he's he's been known for that kind of right. Yeah, like hot so, start and then. So now that game doesn't look as 
but it's yeah, still but... on the road and it's a game that they you know that they want because they haven't beat us since 2014. You know that they'll be like, this is our best chance. Yep. Right. Same and with Nebraska. Then, yep. And then Nebraska, man, like their offense is like is yeah. looking pretty good. I mean, so you know they're gonna put up points against us. Now their defense sucks, but our offense sucks too. So it's like it kind of cancels right. cancels each other out. And that's another game where it's like they haven't beat us since 2014. That might be a bowl game for them as well because they might be five and six. Um, it might be the battle battle of who goes to the bowl game. Like literally, that might be the game. But I, I'm convinced, or, dude. I'm convinced you don't have to have a good defense to stop Iowa's offense either. I, I'm I'm at yeah, that point, you, dude. You you know the recipe. Yep. Stop the run, blitz everybody, and pressure the quarterback, and you're gonna probably and do good on defense. Here's the thing: Nebraska last year didn't have a good defense. Didn't really. I mean, their defense this year is probably worse than last year, but their defense wasn't that great last year. And if you don't recall. We had yeah. like six points going in like the fourth quarter. And then that finally, you know, we had that punt return or that pump yeah, block blocked, yeah. touchdown. So like that helped, but I mean, our yeah, offense is going to do crap. So yeah, it's one of those things where it just doesn't really matter. So yeah, it's, this game's huge. Like if you lose this game, we're not making the bowl game. Now, if we win, we're at four wins. Can we get two more? I think it's There's possible. A you know, you yeah. got to, like I said, probably win your remaining home games, maybe if that's Wisconsin, Nebraska, or maybe getting that win on the road at either Purdue or Minnesota. I don't know. It's going to be tough, though. It's going to be really tough. Yeah. Um, this game, this game will, again, you know, it, the one thing I will say is, yeah, we're not going to it because it's a boring game. But like you said, there's there's bowl game implications on this game. Yeah. It's, a, it's a big game for the team. It's, so. it's a big game. Nope. Um, and yeah, like, I think what did you end up having Iowa going this year? I I had them four. going so so they have to win out and for me I'm already I went nine and well three. yeah and but, and I I mean we we thing. just didn't we didn't see this Colin. I don't think anyone in the country saw this no and that's like from from my prediction like nine and three that was with me thinking that our offense was going to be somewhat decent or at least better if you think Correct. about it we would probably we'd be staying right now at probably what like five and or six and one, maybe, maybe only having one loss. If our offense is good, if our offense is a lot better than it was last year, your prediction is more accurate than mine right now. Yeah. Because think about it. Wisconsin's down. Uh, Minnesota that was doing all down. down. Like they're all down. Sucks. Correct. So the only two losses that were for, that would for sure would be Ohio state and maybe Michigan. But once again, Michigan, we held them to 20 points until the four minutes left. So right. and with our bad offense, we were still in it in the fourth quarter, like technically. Like yeah. So so it's no, I know, I know. It's you're right. You you your your nine and three prediction was based off the fact that, like we said, we were gonna be a little bit better to quite a bit better on offense, like offensively than last year. Then, we didn't okay. think it was that tif- difficult. Well, we were wrong, it's ten times worse. So yeah, but correct. Um and then let's just finish off this podcast talking some other games that are going on this weekend. Um, Penn State, Ohio State, man, big noon kickoff is killing these atmospheres. That would have been a night yeah. game, wide oh, out. Oh, I Penn know, State, dude. And it's at eleven. God, if I, it's just it's a, it's kind of annoying. Like I love big noon kickoff because I love the announcers and stuff, but I hate I hate it for this. It's killing some of these games yeah. that should be at night. I mean, you can make the case even two weeks ago, Penn State at Michigan. That should have been a night game. Like what? Like what are we doing here? Well, Eleven a.m. Do they do they have a contract with the Big Twelve? Because this year it does not seem like they do. I remember uh, them doing a lot of Big Twelve games. 
No, they, the only Big 12 game that they've done so far is Tennessee – or no, not Tennessee. Texas. Um, Texas and Alabama, I think they went to. I know. But I'm um, like, do they not do Big 12 anymore? I, like, I don't know. And that's why I'm excited for this new contract because we're going to have, obviously, the 11 a.m. Um, the, the three big networks will have the 11 a.m. Fox, 2.30 CBS, night game NBC. So, like, this game might be, like, the night game on NBC. Right, right. Or maybe the CBS game at 2.30. Like, I'm tired of, like, all these Big 10 big games mm-hmm. are on 11 a.m. It's just stupid. It's even, yeah. like, going to Iowa-Michigan game. Like, that – should have been a night game in Kinnick. Correct. I mean, God damn. We 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 didn't have any night games last year. Then we have one this year, and it's against Nevada. Like, what are we doing here? It's, and it ended up fucking being horrible weather. So. Yeah, it was terrible. So it it sucked. So, yeah, so that game's going on. I, I fully expect, obviously, Ohio State to win. I think yeah. if it was a night game at Penn State, the atmosphere, I mean, that would be pose a little bit of a challenge. But – um, I just don't think Penn State, even though they, you know, they won 45-17 against Minnesota. You saw what they did against Michigan. They're they're a good team, but they're not great. They're not elite. Yeah. And so I don't see yeah. Ohio State having a problem against them. Um Michigan, Michigan State play. Now it's kind of funny, like that game, no matter how good or bad either team is, more times more times you could say maybe Michigan State. It's always like a good game and a close game. And I'm glad that game's at night. So that's an ABC game. So I'll be with Kirk yeah. Street. So I'll be a good game, actually. And, and I fully expect that game to be good. Like, it's just one of those things where. Where's that at? It's at Michigan this year. But Michigan, like, you okay. go back to like last year. Like, oh, that was, was hell of a game, dude. Yeah. Um. So I could see that game being pretty, pretty close. Kenneth Walker just going off. I remember that game. Yep. Um, what, what are some other games? Illinois, Nebraska. That's kind of a, it's so crazy. Nebraska wins this game. They are like in sole possession of, or they're in like number first place in the big 10 West. Um, if if they win that game, it's so wide open. Yeah. So wide open. And Illinois probably, how they, did they have a bye week last week? Yep. They had a bye week. So if they win this week, they're sitting pretty good. Yeah, I'm Correct. curious. To, yeah, no, they are. They're they're probably going to win the West. I'm guessing. Yeah, that's what I'm. Um, but I'm curious to see how this game kind of plays out because, like I said, Nebraska's offense is really turning it on now. Can well, Illinois, they have the leading leading receiver in the nation at yeah. receiving yards or something like that. Trey like, Palmer, that, he's a stud. Trey Palmer, he's yeah. very good. Great transfer. So you know, this will be a tough game on the road for Illinois, and yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm curious to kind of see how that game plays out. Um, what other games are there this week? You had the you had the Georgia Florida game, but Florida is not very good this year. I mean, that game would be good if Florida was good. Yeah. Um, Minnesota needs to win this week. They play at or they play at home against Rutgers. Um, Iowa State. This is a big game for them as well. For if I was Iowa State, I'd be kind of pissed because this should not be an 11 a.m. game against Oklahoma, but it is. But I would say, you know, losing a lot of close games, they, they, they need yeah, they need to get this win. Um, and I know we talk about Iowa State a decent amount on here. Um, just because we, I know I have some people that listen to this that are Iowa State fans, but man, like you look at their you look at like their losses this year. I mean, you're talking seven or what was it, seven points to Baylor, three points to Kansas, one point to Kansas State, and three points to Texas. Yeah. Like they are Brutal. so close to being what would they be like right now? Seven and zero. I know, dude. I it's <laughs> well, at crazy. Least like maybe six and one. In a couple of those games, I feel like I mean, you could argue the refs kind of fucked them over a little bit, and yeah, I, I mean, they've had, there's an argument to be made that they could have should have won a, a game or two in there too. So they're they're three and four right now, and and I know I was listening to Chris Williams, Chris Hassel. They were talking like, could, can this team get to six wins to make it to bowl game? 
And you got to win this week because, like, you look at like, their schedule. After this week, they play at home against West Virginia, at Oklahoma State, versus Texas Tech, which Texas Tech's actually not bad, and then no. at TCU. So, like, that Oklahoma State-TCU game, you could probably chalk those up as losses probably. more than likely. They're both on the road. So you got to win your, like, your remaining home games pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And can they do that? Now, I will say this. Like, Iowa State did look a lot better against Texas. Um, yeah. So, and. Will I always feel like that game? game's close, though. It is. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't think. They seem to have Texas's number a little well, bit. Well, that and the reason why I, I actually betted that game. I bet Iowa State 15 and a half, and I felt pretty confident because you almost felt like that was going to be like a hangover game for Texas. Uh, 11 a.m. Yeah. game. You just got done with blowing out Oklahoma. That bit, you know. Uh, Red River rivalry, and then right. the next week you have to go on the road at Oklahoma State. So it almost just felt like a sandwich game where they. And sure enough, I mean that's exactly what happened. They just didn't look yeah. very good. Grant, I mean, give credit. I would say their defense is really good, but um, I'm curious to see if they're going to be do things different than Iowa and actually use their bye, bye week because they had a bye week after Texas. See, see any changes because you can make the case that their offense, you know, has not looked very good now against Texas was a little bit better. So I'm curious to see, like, did they, are they going to make any changes? Are they actually going to be smart and do, do some things different other than, you know, like Iowa not doing anything. So, uh, but Oklahoma, that's a winnable game. The next two games are winnable for them. Get back on track, become five and four. Yeah. And um, with their defense, I mean, it's just like Iowa, um, you know, you're going to be in a lot of close games because of your defense. And, and in with, the conference that they're in, like, yeah. I think. You and know, with Iowa State, like, their offense is way better than Iowa. So, yeah, if you have a good defense, you're going to be in a lot of close games. And, like, Oklahoma yeah. State, tough game, but might be a cl- – I mean, you should be in it. So Sure, I don't, sure. So, yeah, they – but, yeah, to get to six wins, I mean, just like Iowa, it's going to be yeah. challenging. It's going to be weird, dude, like, if both Iowa schools don't make it to a bowl game. Like, it's just, it's just crazy. It's a weird yeah. concept and, to wrap my brain around. I will say, like, for Iowa State, though, I mean, going into this year, you lose everyone from last year. I want to say it was expected. You were expect, probably expect to make a bowl game. You're to the point now under Matt Campbell, he's built such a, you know, yeah. decent program that it's ex- your your expectations should be a bowl game. For Iowa, it's much worse so because our expectations going this year was, like, win the Big Ten West, make it back to the Big Ten Championship game, you know, try to – you know, I saw some, right the wrong, yeah. some articles, you know, Iowa might go to the Orange Bowl this year, right? And all this, and we're sitting here at three and four, and we might not even make it a bowl game. And might not be the yeah. end of the world. Might be a blessing in disguise if that happens because, Correct. you know, some things can, you know, will change. Um, yep. But yeah, I, I guess that that's, that's everything for uh, this podcast. I will say this too. Um, I don't think I mentioned this on the last podcast. I don't want Ferentz really fired. I don't. Like, I love, I like Ferentz. I have like love-hate. But yeah. I will say this, like, I tired of like Iowa fans thinking that if we lost Ferentz, that we would be doomed. And I just don't think that. I just do not think that yeah. we would be fucked. I just I think Iowa has built and credit to Ferentz. I mean, built a great program. You're yeah. in you're in a nice college town, Iowa City. You're very loyal fan base, nice stadium. It's gonna sell out, right? Or you're gonna yeah. like pretty much the fans are very loyal. You play in the Big Ten, there's a lot of money, like it's not a bad program. You're going to, you would be able to find a decent coach. Um, yes. So I, I agree. I agree with that, that sentiment, Colin. I, I think there's too many of us that have seen, I've only known about Kirk, you know, our whole life really just being an Iowa fan and there hasn't been a lot of Iowa football coaches, you know, there's too many, just so many tenured coaches. I mean, Aiden Fry, now 
Kirk Ferentz. And it's, you know, we sit there and wonder like how, you know, it'll be bad because it's not that it's, I agree. He's, you got to leave it in a good place though. Don't want to. And that's, that's the issue I think we're having right now is I just hope that it isn't left in a bad place and and isn't in a bad place for the, for the future. Cause I, even for next year, like we talk about, right. We, we don't want to be the same team. And, and that's, that starts with actual change. And so if, like you said, if we go in this, this game alone, like Northwestern and we, we line up and we do what we do and we end up losing a game like this. It's, it's gonna be bad. So. So someone asked me today, um, would you take this off season if 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 I like if I told you you get rid of Ferentz and you would get Brett Bielema? Would you take it? Brett Bielema obviously co- or played at Iowa. Would you take that? And I was thinking, my God, it's a tough question. But I'm like, honestly, probably because Brett Bielema, like, you see what he's doing at Illinois. He's, I know he didn't have a great stunt at Arkansas, but that's also the SEC. What he did at Wisconsin, now what he's doing at Illinois, the guy gets it. And I'm not saying Ferris doesn't get it, but you could tell that, you know, you watch. He's an offensive-minded guy, right? Yeah, and, you know, he's more of a – he's just like, you know, with power football, but it's it's more modern. And what he's doing at Illinois is pretty pretty remarkable. Illinois was a dog shit program. And so Mm -hmm. he asked me that. I'm like, honestly, if you told me that, yeah, we would get him 100%, like – I would probably do it. Like I, I hate it saying that, but it's like I would probably do it. Well, and you're at the point of like how much like we all don't know how much longer Kirk's gonna coach. So if you're telling me, yeah, we can get someone like Brett Bielma for a long time, yeah, like it's hard, it's hard to say no to that just because you're not just thinking about one year, you're thinking about 10, 15, 20 years. Yep. I mean, well thinking Brett, long yeah, term. Brett Bielma's fifty two. So like if we got him, let's just say you right. know, that would be a solid you'd have him for at least a solid decade. Um, sure. you know, so yeah, yeah. With Ferentz, you know, he's getting older. Um, one last thing too. Sorry. I just, one last thing. How stupid was it for Barta to extend Kirk Ferentz's contract till 2029? He wasn't going anywhere anyways. It's not like he was going anywhere. I so why, why do that? Like, just why oh, would you God. extend it that long? I mean, you only do that when you don't want to get rid of a coat. Like when that's the ultimate job that. security. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, why would he do that? Because now we are stuck $42 million. And that I is a reputation. That is a living in the past type of contract. That is what you've done for us in the past type of contract. Yeah. And let's just say this. I I, I don't, I hate having these conversations because it's like, I know, let's give Ferentz one more offseason. But I'm telling you right now, next year, we are same situation. It, I'm done. I'm over it. N- new guy. Right now, I'm still saying, and I keep yeah. saying that. Like, I don't want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Benefit of the doubt. Sure. But yeah, let him let him have a chance to 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 correct what he doubled down on, and I think it's very much proven out to be the wrong decision. Yeah. Um, but yeah, give let's him, see, give, let's give see him that chance. I'm just gonna say though, yeah, you're right. If it, there's no changes going in the season, well, you know the offense is gonna be the same, and it's gonna be a lot worse probably because probably gonna be guys transferred out, yada yada yada, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I'm out as well. Yeah. So, All right. Well, that will do it. Um, Real positive podcast again, Colin. Yep, man, let's go. Um, Hawks, man. Yep. So we'll be back again, um, maybe Sunday, but if not, I mean, if it's another bad game, we might just do it. Wait again until right. Wednesday. Who knows? But we'll be back again here at least in you know next week. So uh, yeah. let's hopefully watch a good game and let's hope that we. Like I said, I, I think we're both in agreement, right? We want to see Padilla a full game. 
and and let us fans see what the coaching staff sees, right? Let's let's yeah. let's play, let it play out. If he's that bad, let's watch it. Let's watch yep. it for a full game and, and, see and give him and give him the chance against Northwestern. That's all. I think that's all we're kind of asking as Iowa fans right now. So, on the positive note, we got Iowa basketball starting up next Monday night expedition yeah. game. Now it's expedition. It's on Big Ten Plus, which sucks. I, I'm I'm still debating. My like, God, do I just fork up? It's like nine <laughs> bucks for a month. It's like, do I just do that? Uh, but who do we got? I don't even know. It's some really shit team expedition. But then we play our first game of the season is the following Monday, so like two mm. weeks from now, and that's on ESPNU. So that, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna end on the positive note because we at least have Iowa basketball, and I really do think we should have a decent year this year. Um, yeah. And so um, I'm getting excited for that. I don't want football season to be over with, but I'm I'm ready for Iowa basketball. Um, so I, I'm still want football season, but I, I, it's gonna be nice to have maybe some ref, like just kind of a brush breath of fresh air with um you know this you know actually watching a decent offense it's so weird how basketball we have a shit defense good offense football shit offense good defense so um but yeah we'll end it with that we'll be back again here next probably week either sunday or wednesday until then go hawks and have a good rest of your week